Table Breakers, welcome to another episode of Seven One Blitz. I'm here with DJ and Doug. How you guys feeling? Uh, still wet from Sunday. Oh yeah, you were there. Uh, yep. This you is the, there, huh? this is the first time in history where a person from Seven One Blitz was actually at the game that yeah. we we're covering. That is true. And Doug, how'd that go for us? It was wet. <laughs> what, what was the outcome of that game? Uh, it wasn't good. It was not a good outcome yeah, at so, all. So we have we we're never going to be in another game. <laughs> <laughs> well, we unfortunately cannot make that promise to you because if there's a playoff game, I'm probably going to be there. So, well, we yeah, don't know about that yeah, anymore. Yeah, I well, I, no, no, <laughs> no, no, I'm just. kidding. We are I'm not kidding. riding on that train. We're no, on it's course. we're on a specific we're, train. We're on a different train, but yeah. we're uh, not on that train. Do we talk about that train? I guess. Yeah, we can talk about that. Yeah. So big news. Um, if you're on Twitter, you may have seen uh, the rumblings a little bit, but we have officially joined Trainwreck Sports. Uh, we are super excited for this. And uh, why are you shaking your head? I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> Reading stupid tweets. Oh, okay. But anyway, uh, we've joined Trainwreck Sports. Uh, we're so happy that they took us on. Uh, we're looking forward to everything that's to come with this. Um, we hope to be a valued asset to their team. And uh, we're already feeling the love from them, so thank you so much, Trainwreck. Yeah, this is gonna be fun. Yeah, it's, uh, shout out this to you, shout out to you, Maniac. It's gonna be super fun. All the all the rest of the boys, it's gonna be a great time. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm definitely gonna get on Meerkat's ass now about that wing off. So Meerkat, I know you're probably gonna listen to this one. Uh, let's go, buddy. <laughs> Was that supposed to happen like three months ago? Yeah, it kind of fell off. I think I had an ulcer. He was eating hot dogs at the time, and it just didn't work out. That, that's a way to put it. <laughs> <laughs> so you, both of you were put on injury reserve. Yeah, I think it was an IR thing. We're good now. We've been activated. There's a 21-day 20, window now. So I'll make it a whole train wreck event. Absolutely. Am I allowed to say that yet? I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know. Anyway. Uh, no, nothing certain. But anyways, yeah, the the, the game that, that played this this past weekend was pretty uh, pretty rough. Really exposed all of the like. It took a while. I it took a while for like the Chiefs to really be exposed with like some of the flaws that they've been rolling out for the last couple of years. But the fact that it happened this quickly is kind of a shock to me. But it was. But I really got to say that the rain was. Once I heard that it was be raining for the second half, I knew it just wasn't going to be pretty. I had kind of the same thought when I heard the weather because anytime I hear that, just the way I know that we run our offense, that's just the case. And I, uh, I fear for the fact that um, they might be very—I hate to say it—but kind of one-dimensional. No, they. I mean, they definitely are. That when the weather is like that too, it's like you know, all of their pros that they have aren't can't be utilized because of the weather. Yeah, you take you take away Josh's like biggest skills you take away the team's biggest skill set when it rains and the weather is not perfect and no matter how much you say and 
where do we live? Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Like no matter how much you say that he he has a strong arm that he can play in the elements, and the, but the reality is it's tough to play in those elements. So, look, I usually defend what the personnel does because you know it's been like a hit after hit after like the past four years in this regime. But I will say that with all the moves that they made, they they is it that hard to say that they maybe got a little bit cocky after last year? I think so, and I think that like just a little bit too. Cocky? A lot of teams can go through that when they see a little bit of success. There's really only a few that don't. I mean, you look at the Belichick-led teams, there's always that same attitude and belief system and philosophy that he constantly reiterates, and uh, it's just the, the culture that's there. And this isn't really necessarily a shot, but when you're a team that hasn't had success in a long time and you're not used to it and you feel it, it's hard to not get caught up in it. Yeah. overall and you should be proud of the success you've had because it's hard to climb out of that hole that the bills were in and they climbed out of it last year in a weird year but i think um if you're not getting better staying the same is the equivalent to uh getting worse in my opinion yeah it's also the definition of insanity yeah. Ru- running in the same thing but expecting different results yeah especially just because it's not so much that you got worse but the thing about this league is confusing other teams and catching teams off guard because no matter how good you are at something if you do the same thing over like there's there's no such thing as you could tell the team the other play but you're still going to do it because you're that good i mean you know give or take certain situations but we we came out with a huge air offense last year with a new receiver number one receiver and josh hit his stride right but I mean, you saw Mahomes go through us like a little stint in the beginning this year. So no one's above that. No. So it's constantly about, okay, you can do this really well. You did this really well last year or two weeks ago or whatever. The thing is, what are you going to do differently this time? Because, it, again, it's all about confusing other teams. That's what it's schematics. That's It's, it's yeah, not I mean, about, yeah. No. The glaring, the biggest problem I have is the glaring weaknesses that Mc, that McDermott and Bean failed to address in the off season. Now are definitely showing showing their teeth. Um, no interior O line depth, uh, and they're they're pretty weak on defensive line depth. Even though we thought it was going to be better than what it's been. No, here's the crazy part though: is that you can literally just Google basic stats and see that the Bills had the 30th ranked interior line. Yeah, like you like I could just Google it. Yeah, you're not getting any crazy analytics out of it. And when you're ma- and when your management, like, how do you not try and fix that? Like, well, do they think it's just going to get better? Like, maybe you know, it was obviously. I think it is correlated with them thinking Cord would turn into. Oh my God, Cody Ford would turn into that guy. Oh, that's a nice and nickname, Cord. <laughs> Cody Ford, Cord. Into <laughs> that guy, but I think it's all related. So, is it? Do you think? Do you, so I know when teams say they believe in their guys, and I do think that they do. But do you really think it's a blind belief and the person they drafted is just going to work out because it kind of has to? Or is it just a reliance on what they thought they did really well from last year to just get them through it? But I will say, I'm not going to eviscerate being in McDermott's problem. I'm not doing that at all. What I'm trying to say is that... when you hits and misses happen all the time, all right. And when the misses come, it's it's about what you do after what you do to address it. Yep. Like yeah. I know it's not the same situation, but um, there's, de- there's definitely some blind faith. I think. I hate. I even like don't even like using that, but I feel like they're. 
like what is what's his name like what's Botker and Bates doing on the team for two and a half years developing if they're not like capable of being proper backups you know like what you tell me you couldn't find someone else out there that would be equivalent or not a little bit better than those guys that you keep around for that long like it's just weird. One of the biggest criticisms is that, like, they like sticking with guys with their system, like people that they know, like, you know, AJ Klein. I'm not even macking him yeah. at all, but they, were, but they were just familiar with him. Well, you can even look at the, the, the backfield. You know, they drafted Singletary and they drafted Moss, and there's a guy playing better than both of them right now, and he's not getting the touches that he probably deserves because he's not their, draft. their, their pick. He's not their guy, you know, per se. Do you know what? He's only 26. Yeah, I know. That's great. I saw that. It's crazy. That's that's a good age. I thought he was like 28, 29. I, yeah, thought, it was, yeah. I, I thought it was a bit older as Me well. Too. So I, th- I thought that was like, okay, no, it's a nice. No, he's young. Yeah. So I just stick with, I don't know. It's, it's weird. It's now, just, there's just weird. You can, there's other guys you could bring in. It's just weird. Now, I'll preface this by saying that, like, I, I recently wrote an article on setonebush.com. Yep. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Um, essentially saying what McDermott and Bean will more Bean as far as player personnel have done uh, with this team and then even though when there are struggles because every team has struggles it's all about how you answer them to quickly jump to the gun to say switch the quarterback fire the coach fire the GM this and I've said this before so it might sound like a little bit of a broken record but the thought that you'll replace them and in the minute this someone else takes over you're gonna win out Everything's going to be perfect the way you thought it would be in your head. Like, that doesn't exist. So I'll preface it by saying that we here are not for getting rid of anybody on that management staff. Um, no, we're not. Coaching staff. We're that's not, not, calling, that's not what it is. We're it, not calling for heads. It's um, because, mis- like, like Doug, you said, mistakes happen in drafts all the time. The greatest GMs and coaches have done it all the time. Um, but... And if you look at, let's say, just the Bucks last year, they slipped to seven and five, and there were struggles. Yeah, and they and they won out when the there was there was a team with no identity, just like us. There's a lot of teams right now in the there's NFL just, with no identity. Yeah, there's just no such thing as the perfect season where you're never going to worry about anything. Yeah, I think this is like from, the from September to February. Yeah, and when when you say that this is like this lofty now expectation from Bills fans that they're never going to be down in a game, they're never going to be losing a game, yeah, they're going to yeah. go undefeated. It's weird. Like, we're as real as it gets. Like, we know you're not. Dude, that doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. You're you're not going to win every game, no matter how good your roster is. You're not going to you're not going to blow out teams every game, no matter how good your roster is, how good your quarterback is. It just doesn't happen. It's a week to week league. Like, and right now, we're getting our ass kicked. Usually, week to week, and yeah. we'll figure it out. This team, the season's not over. We lose to New Orleans. We can start to maybe press the panic button a little. Am I worried? Yeah, there's some problems. But are we sure, going to yeah. get? Are we going to get healthy? Yeah. Is Josh going to get right and figure this out in a dome? Sure. Like, there's a lot of things going in our favor. Yeah, this is the tough stretch now of the schedule. Like, we just passed the easy stretch, apparently. But, like, we'll find out a lot about this team in the next four weeks. We'll find out what they're made of, where they're going to go. Maybe even two weeks. I mean, they lose to the Saints, they lose to the Patriots. Well, yeah, that. I mean, then you're, it's, you're, you're talking. Yeah, that's going to be interesting when it comes down the line. But you're talking. You're talking. We're having a whole different conversation in two weeks, if that three weeks, if that's the case. So you're going to find out what this team's really made of. If it's if it's going to be the, you know, we we like we got to get better. We got to do this. We got the same press conference over and over again. Or if they're going to just start punching people in the mouth. 
So all I'm gonna say is that the Chiefs for three and four, are like, oh my god, the sky is falling, and now look at them. Now that they're on a four game winning streak, like yeah. it literally takes one. It just takes week after week to really change everything. And just because everything that heat a moment seems terrible doesn't mean that's the case. And just to be fair, Jonathan Taylor was averaging like six yards a carry before the Bills game. Like, oh, he's, he's a beast. been he's oh. been destroying teams. So all the Bills fans out there saying, you know, like, he was doing this to every team he's played so far. Watch other games and you will know that. <laughs> so yeah. You know, that leads us to Buffalo's best player of the week. Yeah, uh, so <laughs> uh, as you know, we recorded Buffalo's best bar and grill. Um, thank you guys for the hookup. Uh, and this week, our blitzer of the week is uh, Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, I saw what I said. <laughs> yeah, we, 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 definitely, really we definitely said we said. We Sorry, have to pick I someone, mean, and if I pick someone on the Bills roster, you're going to roast me for it because you're yeah. going to say they played like shit. So yeah. it's Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor this week. Uh, Absolute yeah. beast. I'm sorry. <laughs> we have to do it. No. <laughs> it is what it is. No, he's a beast. That's okay. Um, it is crazy, though, because Carson Wentz had 11 completions. Yeah. <laughs> he did you, I mean, the game plan was easy. You stop Jonathan Taylor, make Carson Wentz beat you, and probably what eight out of ten times Carson Wentz can't beat you. Oh yeah. I mean, I mean, even with did, the weather, it didn't help that it, when with an already kind of weak run defense, the two main supposed to be run stoppers were out. Yeah. Against a very good rushing attack. Yep. That was with the weather yeah. inclements that you mentioned earlier, Doug. Um, but yeah, like Carson Wentz had 11 completions for 106 yards. His leading receiver was Jack Doyle, the tight end, with 30 yards on third on three catches. So it, it's very clear what the game plan was, and they executed it very well. Um, let me say this though: for those of you that watch football and think guy throws the ball, guy catches the ball, it's as simple as that. I don't know why they don't just do that every time. <laughs> uh, just. You're very comfortable in your living room, so just stay there um, <laughs> for a, a better way of putting it. But yeah. there's just so much that goes in. Like you, Josh Allen could have thrown for 500 yards. It might not have even mattered because when you get dominated on the line of scrimmage like that, yeah. there's absolutely – I've said this before, but there's absolutely nothing you can do. But you know how – like I just said, Carson Wentz had 11 completions, and that was probably more than he even needed. It is just so easy to win a game when your offensive line and defensive line I mean, it's, dominate. That's the best offensive line in football. There's yeah. no better line. That is the best line in football. Yeah. And they're rolling right and now. The defensive I mean, line isn't a joke either. Now here's yeah. actually a great you know who's leading like the number of snaps for the defensive line? Jerry Hughes and uh Vernon Butler and Vernon Butler. Yeah. Like they need to start playing well. The, like, I mean, if I, you don't play the younger guys, they're not going to develop. Yeah, I mean, and that is the reason why the this defensive line is just not developing. At, at Oliver only plays I think against Indianapolis he only played like 46% of the snaps and he was playing pretty well yeah I, I think so I'm not sure what they're seeing out there that makes them yank guys that are playing well like that it's weird it's just weird I, I don't they know they keep favoring the older guys for no reason like it makes no sense is it this thing that it's like we're already so good that our draft picks can just take the year off and redshirt like it's college. No. Like, why draft all these young guys? Are we guys? that good? We've been getting smacked in the mouth. Well, no. Well, not now, but, I, I mean, before, like, going into this. Like, should the should the Basham pick have been a interior lineman? It should have. It should have been Creed Humphrey. Yeah, we've talked yeah. about this. It should have been Creed Humphrey. There you go. I know. I mean, it's easy after a draft, a year after, to say, "Oh, I should have done this, this, and this." See how smart I like. No, I'm not. I get it. You don't know. I mean, there's other things. There's other. You should have addressed the position. Well, and there's other factors too, because like, where, in in all fairness, where's Rousseau been since the Chiefs game? Yeah, non-existent. I mean, Evanez has been quiet. There's the guys not playing. Yeah, but I mean, even Jerry Hughes, he's disruptive. I mean. 
but I don't know. They're just lacking something. I don't know if it's the intensity, if they don't have it, if they're not being coached. They don't have the chemistry. It's, it's just weird. It's man, it's hard to just. I we can't. Even, I don't know. I can't put my finger on what's going on. I don't. It's weird. This team hasn't changed much from last season, so I didn't think there'd be this kind of a drop off. I knew that everyone was going to gun for them because they were the top dog. You know, they're the top dog now. Everyone's going to yep. come for you a little differently. But I don't. I don't understand. But you have to expect that they should like try and find a pair of defensive line that they like and just roll with it yeah. because we talk about too like you know we've talked about uh, this whole they have to pick themselves up after a loss to get motivated they need to self they need to start self motivating we've talked about this every time now we've brought this, this shouldn't up shouldn't even be a thing this shouldn't even, this shouldn't be a thing but here we are talking about it again they can't how do you not get motivated to play a game you didn't, you didn't think Indy was going to come out and try to smack you from eliminating them from the playoffs the year before well also you need to get motivated to know okay, you play football to win a Super Bowl like, yeah. you, you need to be reminded I think that they I don't know if I honestly think a little part of them has got this mentality that everyone thinks we're supposed to be there we're just going to be there and it's coming to bite them in the ass they don't, they're lacking the intensity to get there and that, that's worrisome. That's not calling for McDermott's head and being to get fired and no. to tr- you know to also, cut Deion Dawkins and take the eleven million dollar cap hit. They're <laughs> not built to be to fall behind that much. They're no. not, and that's not even neck against Allen. That's because they're offensive, like their offensive line. Like we, we said, knew, we, I knew watching that game that if Indianapolis jumped out to a lead, it like they did, it, it was, was over. Because you need to get Jonathan Taylor out of the game, and they didn't do it. I mean, it's well, plain and simple. I think another flaw, like. When the offense, even when the offense is clicking, it's not really a time-consuming offense. Yes. Because of the yeah. lack of. Well, the first drive was what two minutes? Yeah. A minute fifty-five. Yeah. Like I get it, the Colts dominated the time of possession because of their run game, obviously. But even in games where Bills are rolling, it's it's very quick, and there's nothing wrong with that. Like if you can score a touchdown, you don't just wait. I get it. Yeah. Um, but. But it- everyone sees what the Bills did last year, like. Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs, so exciting. Yeah, I get it, and it is. But you need the foundation up front on both sides. Offensive line and defensive line. Every team needs to start there. This is what it is. You, you need to be able to score quickly, but also be able to but create long drives so they're just to steal the game. But they don't have that element. Yeah, and you bring up Diggs. Like, everyone's bitching about Diggs not getting targets. And that, I think that is something to be worried about, too. Six targets against the Colts. Yeah. I mean, no matter what's going on in the game, you find a way to get stuff on. Like, I have to be a little bit worried with Dayball's play calling. Like, it seems like he sets a game plan and doesn't defer from it. Actually, no matter, no matter how it's going. Here's something. Uh, the Bills average the third highest pocket time, which means that most of their plays that they're doing are is, like, a, a long plays where receivers have to create separation. When you combine that with an offensive line that can't block too well, it's a recipe for failure. Well, yeah, because uh, we all we I'm, I'm going to bring up the Mahomes struggles earlier. Like if you watch the earlier Chiefs games, he was in the pocket a while and then he was throwing away passes. Aaron Rodgers and McCarthy's last year coaching, there was a lot of in the pocket and then just throw the ball away because no one's open, right? Um, and then here. Like again, no one's above getting figured out. It's just, it's not. Um, I think. I mean, if I can say, hey, if you rush four against this weak line, put a QB spy on Josh Allen, and then drop six people in coverage, it's hard to shake six people. Yeah. If you're one receiver, two receivers. Also, Allen is like one of the least blitz quarterbacks in the league. He doesn't have to be. Which shows that. They realize that he's best against blitz, so they're doing the opposite of that. So it's and again, it this isn't like 
don't don't talk about quarterback play. That's not. The, I know that's what you only. I know that's the only thing you look at. It's the easiest thing to look at. It's the well, easiest thing to talk about. No quarterback would have won that game in those circumstances. Yeah, any, None. Uh, not if you had Stephen A. Okay. I know. Look, anyone that's saying, like, you know, Allen should stop doing commercials and start playing football. Like, if you think, if anything. He yeah, has, he, he left practice early to go shoot a commercial. Yeah. yeah. He has the most heart out of anyone. Yeah, he's the, one, he's the one guy I'm not questioning ever. Anyway, he's just he's just the victim of circumstance. There's that's just, all he is. There's just so much, like, you don't even get, not you guys. I mean, there's so much that people don't get that goes into a football game up front or in the in the just in the places where you don't look that are so important that it's it's not even funny. It is yeah. so beyond the people who touch the ball. Like everyone that's saying like what happened? What's going on? It's like actually do some research. Like actually look into it. If you actually care about this team, actually look into what's wrong. I promise you there's it's not just oh destroy it. No, it, it, things don't work like that in life. They don't. It's schematical, it's timing. It's not just oh why didn't you just throw it at him? Well there are people calling for Tyler Bass, you know, and he missed that kick, but Josh Allen fumbled it. I mean, there's so many things yeah. that go into anything that they do. It's like I will say that uh, that special teams fumble, which led to that, that was pretty unfortunate. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Like that. Oh, when you're just having a shit day, you're having. Well, a that's shit why. Day. That's why Marquez Stevenson's gonna play this week. Yeah, that was pretty. Because so. then I, because when I watched that <clears throat> team that that play in real time, because I was there, I was like, his knee was down, and then I said, wait, he gave himself up. Yeah. So I was like, damn. All right, guys, we should talk about Brickyard Brewing. We have an event in a couple weeks, guys. Two weeks from Sunday. We'll be there with Stevie Johnson promoting his uh, his charity out in California for uh, underprivileged youth. Um, the beer is Why So Serious, Seriously Hazy IPA. We are beyond excited to partner with Brickyard Brewing and Stevie to create this masterpiece. And we hope to see everyone from Bill's Mafia out there. It's for a good cause. Um, there'll be giveaways. There'll be Buff on Wex coming to have a merch table set up. We're dropping a new piece of merch that day, too. So I think everyone's going to want to come hang out. Uh, and there's some other special guests, too, along with Stevie. So You have to go there to find out. You definitely have to go there to find out. We can promise that it's worth it. Yeah. Go to, Bri- go to Brickyard in Lewiston. Yeah, there might be some Hall of Famers there, I think, maybe. So There's yeah. your hint. There's your there's, one hint. There's your one hint. Also, that, that's, I said it before. The, this is the best-looking beer can I've ever seen in my life. It 100% Right is. on my nightstand. 100%. And I actually and, can't wait to And the picture it. doesn't do it justice because I know what it looks like, and it looks way better than the picture even shows you. So, yep. Uh, yeah. You're, we're gonna, we're, it's going to be a good-ass beer. Good cause. A lot of fun before the Monday night game where we, after, before we slap the pats. And so. some of us should be going to that game. Mm. After what just happened in the Indian game, I just said it before we started rec- when we as we recorded. I said no one's going to any more games. If I found either one of you two fucks are at the game, we're gonna have a big problem. You don't do that to Bills Mafia. Don't put that juju on the air. Marshawn Lynch was at the game. I don't, that's pro- again bad juju. <laughs> Marshawn Lynch in, on this podcast. I yeah. wish he was, but that's true. Marshawn, if you're listening, we'll give you some skittles to come on. We would absolutely love you to be on. I don't. We won't find you either. No, you could sit here in silence. Yeah, yeah. No, you could just. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We released the episode. All your Marshawn Lynch was just sitting next to us. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Marshawn, for joining us. <laughs> Such a guest. He's just, he's just here so he wouldn't get fined. Yeah, guys. If you're not here right now at Buffalo's Best, but he is currently driving a golf cart around, smashing into chairs. <laughs> at least it's not in any people. True. All right, guys. We're on to the Saints. Yeah. The Aints. 
who's the good, who's the quarterback this weekend? Trevor Simeon. And the last time the Bills played Trevor Simeon, he threw a bunch of picks. Good. I was at that game. Okay. That was back in 2017. Um. Well, it's funny because leading up to their pass game against the Eagles, where they gave up 200 and like 40 some rush yards, they had the number one rushing defense, which is great news because we don't run the ball for shit. So. <laughs> But they have a ton of injuries. Uh, Kamara is going to be out. Injured. I mean, if he's out, if, if they lose to a uh, Kamara-less Trevor Simeon-led Saints team, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. If Kamara's out, it's it's all, it's it, there's no way. I can't see us losing this game. I mean, even with him, it's like, come yeah, on, really? They're not. I mean, yeah, there's a good chance you're going to see more Taysom Hill, too. <laughs> like. Oh, you're seeing with that contract extension? You know, I don't know how he keeps... No, he's like the current day Brock Osweiler. No, Chase Daniels... just flees people for fucking shit tons of money. No, there are a whole bunch of posts about Chase Daniels being like this legit backup quarterback that's done yeah. nothing but like been a reliable backup for teams and then making a bunch of money. Yeah. Taysom uh, Hill, hold my freaking keg, because Jesus Christ. Well, hasn't uh, Chase Daniels got made like $40 million and played like 11 snaps. <laughs> yeah, and Taysom saw that and said, Well, at least Taysom goes in the game <laughs> more yeah. often. I mean, yeah, I mean, he, he's in special teams. He plays his tight end. He, uh, is he worth, what, did he get $95 million? It's something he's weird. Worth, he's worth it to Sean Payton. In the offseason. He's got naked pictures of Sean Payton. Doing some <laughs> it's weird because in the offseason, he got a, I mean, it was a completely voidable contract, but he got a four-year $140 million yeah. deal. What but, the fuck's going I mean, on? It's voidable, so I guess it's not what it, uh, it seems, but then th- you had this one, and it's, I don't it's fucking weird. It is weird. Also, when he was with the Packers, he was skinny as hell. He, he didn't look like that, no. He did not look... Sean Payton definitely gave him a uh, prescription. It looks like he got juiced for three years in a row. You can't say juiced on the air, bud. Come on, <laughs> what are you doing? Oh, he was just talking about our uh, juice shirt. <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay, nice save. Who's their number one wide receiver? Marquez Callaway. Okay, I never... Yeah, okay. So, and Traquan Smith is healthy. Uh, tr- their tight end, Trotman's not going to play. Hmm. Um, Ramzik is going to be out on their line. Um, Taron Armstead on their line is also going to is on. All right, so there you go, bud. But so, are you worried about Mark Ingram at all? And be honest, because like he runs similar. No, nah, he's not Jonathan Taylor, but he runs a similar the game last downhill. Ta- the last time they played against Mark Ingram, well, when he was a Saint, uh, they got blown out by the Saints. Oh, we were there. Yeah, we, that was we, another. R- that was another fuck, game. You guys you, were there. There was another game <laughs> you were at that like. Again, rushing records were set. Again, <laughs> Bills Mafia, I will do whatever I can to keep these two fucking idiots away from the stadium. I don't even... We went, We were at Bills Jags. In I don't give a shit. You you were at the Bills Jags, too? No, ja- no Jags Bills in 2018. Where, where, uh, the Bills won that one. Where Josh Allen threw that 80-yard touchdown to Robert Foster. Oh, okay. All right. Well, were you guys in the tunnel or something halfway out the door? Yeah, that was great. <laughs> no, we were in the one end zone. <laughs> I, was, I was also at Br- Broncos Bills in 2017. Like... Yeah, I, I I have a good 500 record. Oh great! So you're the Sabers, fantastic, <laughs> <laughs> fantastic. I mean, the I, fucking to Sabers. Be fair, we're, you should be happy that they are 500 at this point. Actually, I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, we're gonna, we're, st- we're done with this conversation. Yeah, yeah. All right. I mean, I don't. The Saints don't. Uh, it's hard. We do this every week. I feel like, but then we end up getting our ass kicked. I say, ah, the Saints don't worry me, and then we get our ass kicked. So I don't I don't know what to say here, but their defense is a little is pretty good. I feel like it's gonna be another pissed off game. I just don't know if, if what the Saints do is sustainable enough for a whole game against. Yeah, I mean, you figure we're going to be healthy. I don't think we're going to have star, though, still. Yeah. So, 
No star. Is Tremaine going to play? Tremaine is looking like he's going to play. Spencer, okay. Brown, Spencer Brown looking like he's going to play. Spencer Brown looking like he's going to play. Which I will say that he is actually what I said before, where he was actually what the line needs right now. So. Yeah, I still don't like putting my faith on a rookie, but. That's, that's fair. But that's exactly what's No, happening. I mean, yeah. That's I mean, what's, there's no that's better what's, option right now. That's what's happening right now, and you have to deal with it. I'd rather get a scarecrow from fucking Michael's and plant it in the ground on the right Jeez. side. Jeez. Or we get uh, Michael Orr from Blindside. Holy shit. Why would you say that? I know he hates that movie, by the way. Hey, fucking hates it. Fucking hates it. He I does. would, too. I hate the Ravens, too. <laughs> <laughs> I know it was about his college career, not this. But anyway. But. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, the Saints. I did, Yeah. I mean, they did. When Jameis went down against the Bucks, they were able to stay in that game and win it. That was with Kamara and with everyone. Uh, I, I just I don't see it being sustainable. Like marking, like marking them for a whole game is going to no. beat them. Like, come on. I think Josh Allen on, an, on Thanksgiving in a dome is dangerous. I think this one, if it's a low-scoring affair where the Saints win, then we got to look at the offense and say, okay, what's going on? But, then, but it's not hard to figure out. Right. What we've been talking about is the lines. The exactly. Line of scrimmage. I mean, it's not hard. If the offense isn't churning, it's, it's the offensive line and the lack of a run attack. The problem is we don't have a we need a running game. We don't even need a running game. I'm not even gonna phrase it as we need a running game. We don't need a running I don't need a guy carrying the ball thirty times a game. You need a running back? No, I need a guy to break like a couple 10, 15 yard runs to so the defense respects the run game. So then Josh can sling it fifty times. I mean, in a row. yeah, because it's it's so bad that they're like, Yeah, go ahead and Yeah. Like, what are you gonna really, fucking do? Go ahead. All I'm gonna say is that they're the biggest problems that the Bills have are in the trenches. Their offensive line and their defensive line. Yep. And if you struggle at both, then it's... No, that's terrible. That's, that, that you're literally, in a, you're literally in a house that has no foundation and all you've done is built the attic. Yeah. That sounds like a house that we would definitely build. It, it is a house <laughs> we would definitely build because we don't know what the hell we're doing. <laughs> Holy fuck. That's not related to Bean. Yeah. Stop fucking clinking your glass. You're distracting me. I don't know what I thought it was going to be. That's a point. I had a great point. Now the world's going to not know what it was. <laughs> the world could have been a much better place. Yeah, he was robbed him of a great thought. I mean, it could have it could have been signed. Oh Jesus! It could have been signed Todd Gurley, but I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Philip Lindsay, anyone? Yeah, I tweeted about that. No one liked it. So uh, Breed uh, is pretty much Lindsay. No, he's not. Lindsay's a thousand times better. I don't know about a thousand. I don't know about. Wait, how many how many thousand yard seasons does Breda have? That's not his fault. That doesn't make him a thousand times (laughs) better. (laughs) I just said what I said, guys. I mean, he's a thousand times better. Fault, Lindsay. No, I mean it wouldn't hurt. It really wouldn't. Well, the Bills ran on Lindsay in the offseason. They tried to acquire him too, and so now is a perfect opportunity. And he chose to sign a minimum with Houston. I'm not saying no, that I would I, play with Tyron. I'm not I'm saying not I'm against lie. signing him, but they're just not going to do that because they they want to stick with their draft picks. That's all they care about. I'm gonna say you're fucking wrong. And the, bill, <laughs> and the Bills signing Philip Lindsay. I'm gonna be so mad about that. I'm gonna be like, wow, DJ. You know what? <laughs> I, I think they're gonna sign him. I think they are. Well, I think really your, your your hopes are a little bit too high. No, I don't. Have, I mean, it's not, I don't think he's a game breaker, but you gotta if you're if you can't get anything going. You have to figure something out. We talked about it two weeks ago. I said that they should be starting Breda and Antonio Williams and sitting Devin and uh, Zach. Sit one of them. I said both. 
They're both struggling. Oh, it's become irrelevant because they don't even give them attempts anymore, really. Yeah. They get like they're three, four attempts they a game. They can't even catch the ball. I mean, they're struggling. Moss is struggling catching the ball. That was supposed also, Breda's very underrated catching the ball. Like, he's actually yeah. pretty good. Yeah, so. I don't think I don't think Breda's going to be the guy, a guy either, but, I mean, you got to get somebody else a fucking shot. Josh Allen cannot be your leading rusher again. we got to think the, the guy's going to get <laughs> exhausted eventually with everything he's got to do. Yeah. And then, I mean, when you don't run and you don't tire out a defense that knows that they, they could just play back, if they're not winded, then you're not yeah. going to pass successfully either. It's well, a re- God forbid give, give, give people a reason to bitch about your $258 million contract because you're out of your fucking breath you have to run a replay. Jeez. It's all, it's all everyone bitches about anyways. Let's make it $258 million. Anyway, predictions? I'll go first. Okay. 31-17. Bills. I'm going to say 28-14. Okay. Mm. You can rock with that. I think it's a nice bounce back game. Allen has a couple touchdowns. Yeah, I think they click inside the dome. I think the passing attack is going to be something to watch. The line is going to be way better. I think they're going to show up on Thanksgiving. I think it's going to be a fun. I think it's going to be a fun game to watch. Could be a good week to have a short week. Yeah, yeah. You're not a short week going to New England or having New England come here. They actually have extra time going to New England because the next game is. the next game is Monday night, right? Yeah, so it's like the yeah. longest so, so they, interval of time you could have. Which is perfect timing. That is really good. Let's talk about perfect timing. Getting guys off the COVID list, trying to get right. Also, you, you could just then, it's less amount of days you have to mull over this loss. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully you don't lose to the Saints here. Because that's going to be. Then we got a problem. That's going to be. then our, then our Like I said, then our episode in a couple weeks is going to be a lot different. Yeah. Yep. I don't want. I don't. We're not those guys. I don't want to be those guys. It is weird though. Most of their remaining opponents are NFC teams. Yeah. So it's going to be a lot of unfamiliarity. They're going to need some help too. I think at this point, this is not a slam dunk. They need. They, they need New England to like kind of get stuck in the mud a little bit and sputter out here. Well, they should. There are no more slam dunks. No matter. I don't care what a team no. like because clearly that's a problem. Thinking that. So. Yeah. No. This is back actually, to square one, kind of. This is actually what they need. Because like now, since they have tougher opponents, so they'll maybe they'll. I think every the team that eventually goes on a run, a deep playoff run, has had this moment happen. Well, look at Aaron Rodgers a few years back. You know, he said he was going to run the table. Relax, yeah. relax, and they fucking ran the table. So I, I don't, I, I'm not worried yet. Yeah, Again, I mean, give me that, a couple weeks. We'll, if we're in panic mode, yeah, we're in panic mode. In that run, no one remembers that they got the shit kicked out of them by the Titans. Like no one remembers that. So it's, it's no one gives a fuck who you lost to, September. Through December, yeah. As long as you're playing in the game in February, no one gives a it's, flying fuck. It's a week to you do week know, in January. As long as you're there, all that stuff gets like it, it's irrelevant. Yeah, no one gives a shit that you lost to the Titans or that you lost to Pittsburgh in Week One. No one's gonna give a shit. It's all about the record. It's go, go handle business. Go on a run. Make teams show teams that you want it. Because right now teams are saying we don't want it. That we look like. That's, We're not engaged. Like, that's not good stuff. That is why I said before that I really don't think the number one seed is going to matter in the AFC. It's it won't. Gonna, it's going to be matter who's the hottest. Like, there's no, there's no juggernaut. There's and I, I'd rather get hot with eight or nine games. Or yeah. how many? If eight anything, games left? Uh, what, nine. What, uh, what's their record currently? They are six and four. So that means they have eight, seven. Seven. Seven games okay, left. Okay, so I'd rather get hot with seven games left than... 
be hot in September. We're good at a lot of things, but we're not good at math. But <laughs> like, yeah, clearly, three, three weeks ago, four weeks ago was a perfect time to play Kansas City. Now, not so much. See, no, like, see how that happens. Yeah, how it's, uh, exactly how it works out. All right. So, and uh, and we would rather have this slump during November because then I have December to figure it out. Yeah, I think yeah, you, you well, the, the 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 gap in between the Saints game and the the Patriots game too is going to be nice. It's essentially like a little bit of a bye almost. Yeah. So they're going to have some time to sit back, look at some tape. They'll have that extra little couple days to look at New England stuff and try to figure out and try to confuse Mac Jones, which I think they'll do. So I think I, I think, think so too. I think we'll be okay. I think we're gonna be. I know we probably sound. Everyone probably fucking hates us because we're like so overly positive, but we're not. We're, not. we're like realists. I think. I no, know. we're we are the realist of Bills Mafia. I think we really are. We are the therapist. We're not panicking. We don't throw shit against the walls no. like we. We. Break. I mean, would you rather just listen to someone tell you? Fire this one, fire that one, and for you to be like, yeah. Funny you say that because they can listen to that shit on WGR every day. <laughs> like we don't talk about um, accountability. Like we don't talk about shit like that. We talk about like, no, what, yeah. the, what the problem is there right now. We don't talk about. Yeah, we're week to week. We are very week to week. So I hope that the people that listen to us and the new listeners are we're gonna get that follow Trainer Exports. Realize what you're getting. You're not getting WGR. You're not going to get Nate here. You're not going to get. Uh, oh, he's throwing names. Joel DBS. You're not going to get the. You know. Those negative Nellies. Where you just, where they just spoo hot takes and then that's, yeah. You know, that, where they, yeah. yeah. I mean, we do. They make fun of people for 20 minutes for saying that they should start Trubisky in the third quarter. I mean, that's not what we do. I mean, we do have our hot takes every now and then, but it's everything in moderation. Yeah. It's everything in moderation. Where it's like, okay, we're going to say this and then whatever happens, happens. But also, like, I, want, I want to throw a juicy stat out there that Deion Dawkins has not a lot of pressure oh yeah, in I, four games. I saw that. So, three of the last four games. Three of the four last games, not a pressure allowed. So, all you Deion Dawkins, uh, fucking haters all of a sudden yeah it probably should uh calm the fuck down it's funny because all the people who like feel entitled to think oh we we just deserve the super bowl just because they're the, also the first people to as soon as things don't go their way to turn their backs on the team 100 yeah. like, percent. We, we are neither oh we should win every game and we are neither anyone should get fired no. but everyone who is on both those teams like, yes i know many people who like just started watching the bills last year like oh my god and now like this year they're just like i don't even know why i even got back and it's like like you, stop this you, isn't you the drought this is you, not this team is not the drought team you like just don't understand how football works yeah this is not the drought team they're not backsliding 15 years like, i just like how they will figure this the fuck out i, I just i just i feel bad for uh because clearly, if you don't go 17 and 0, you're 0 and 17. So I just feel bad for everyone who's ever lost the game because clearly you suck. Also, to be fair, this is a really strange to be fair. year. Yep. To be fair. It's been a while. <laughs> to be fair, it's been a really strange year. A lot of upsets. Like, there's definitely going to be a there, record. Everyone, there, no one's having that uh, perfect year. There, like, it's very odd. Be, I think there's going to be like a huge record, like um, the amount of upsets that there have been this year. No, they. I mean, we're gonna, we're gonna, we should get in. I still think we're a playoff team. And once we're in, it doesn't matter. I don't give a shit who we have to play. It doesn't matter. Also, I forgot to mention, the Titans lost to the Texans. <laughs> yeah. Did they lose to the Jets, dude? They did. So, <laughs> but they beat the Bills, the Chiefs. The Rams. The Rams, yeah. <laughs> so there you go. I, I don't know what to tell you. So I've come to the conclusion that everyone sucks. No, yeah, stop no, clicking your glass. No Super Bowl this year. It's canceled. No, I'm, no, I'm doing it every time now. We're going to do about it. Son of a bitch. <laughs> but, but everyone like, sucks. Yeah, and the NFL has to be better. That's it. Yeah. yeah, get your shit together. Hey, what the fuck? Professionals. Yeah. All of us people who know clearly know more than you from oh. our homes are expect better. So that are we, are we are we done, guys? That's it. I think that's it. Well, like forever for the episode. Oh no, yeah, not forever. I don't, unless Trainwreck hates us after this, and I guess we're done. But um, 
we should do it. So on behalf of everyone at Seven One Blitz, we hope everyone has a happy Thanksgiving mm-hmm. and enjoys a, a Bills victory that that evening. Uh, uh, if you watch Bears Lions and God bless your soul. Yeah, if you're watching any other games that day, <laughs> I don't know what the, I'd rather fucking sleep. Um, and then also we are going to be doing a starting the Monday night game. We will be doing a live halftime show. The name is TBD because we might have taken it. It's already taken it, but uh, TBD. We're going to do a live halftime reaction show, and trust us, it will not be negative shit. Will we? Will we? Be honest or down? Truthful? Unless they're down thirty-five, nothing at halftime. Yeah, that's, well, that's a different story. No, it's going to be exactly what Bill's mom. It's going to be what you need. It's, we're going to be the voice of reason when Twitter's going crazy because Josh Allen hasn't completed six passes. I mean, it's we're going to be the voice of reason. I'm excited for There's it. There's going to be Twitter timeouts. There's going to be just yeah. Also, just that type of ad. It, it doesn't help anyone. Just take a deep just, breath. Deep breath. You're not going to fix anything by doing that. Enjoy just some relax. turkey. Wear some sweatpants. Watch some football. Beautiful. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Should be a fucking poet. Yeah. I sound like Chubbs. <laughs> Just make that into a haiku then. <laughs> Blue skies, green gas. He's there. You gonna recite me a poem? <laughs> With that said, uh, <laughs> please, uh, as always, follow us uh, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, 71 Blitz. And also, if you're not already, follow uh, Trainwreck Sports. And remember to follow and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the back of your white Bronco, the back of your milk carton, uh, the back of Electric, Electric Avenue, anywhere you can listen to get your premiere Bills content. I really like what you've done with that. Yeah, and also, don't forget, this train never stops. Yes, sir. Cool Bills. See you next week, Table Breakers.